Greetings, Maltopians. Are you looking to delve deeper into the world of Maltopia? Then check out our Patreon, where you can find written mythos pieces, world maps, found footage, art, Patreon-exclusive shows, and more. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and join one of our tiers for access to great new content. Brave the forbidden and embrace the darkness. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
Greenwich was shot today as police arrived to investigate two grisly murders. They say the women's feet were sewn together at the bottom of some rooms to avoid near images of each other. I found Mr. Trill's residence easily enough, as it was listed in a phone book I found in an empty library. The subject of my next piece lived in an apartment building strangled by thick ivies, which no doubt conducted the last of its metropolitan juices through its hungry green tubers. The overall result was nothing less than a house half-eaten. A wide cracked balcony sat high within the concrete crown of the dwelling waving its massive arms above it, a living canopy of shifting green. A single lantern dangled from an overhanging branch, whispering amber light at the pooling shadows. I knew the balcony coupled to the room of my quarry. Why else would it be there? I kept well out of sight, moving behind the town's beautiful curtain of decay, allowing the germinating emptiness to erase all traces of my passage. The shadows barely reckoned my presence until I was well past the building's foyer. A warm breeze wandered the overlarge room, gently disturbing the billowing curtains that fell like filthy fabric waterfalls from the tops of the tall windows, splashing in ragged waves across the unclean floor. The spacious lobby held a single note of choking desolation, playing to the void that frolicked its hollows. I moved to the stairwell, drifting upward like a whispered prayer, silent and secret. There were persons, after a fashion, ambling through the dim hallways, living and moving for reasons no one cared to know. The dust in the air was thick, playing like clouds of lethargic gnats idling between the fading bars of light projecting across the floor from soiled windows. I felt like I was haunting the spaces of an ancient murder house, merely the deathly echo of a forgotten hunter, eternally condemned to chase the dust of his victims through endless halls of stumbling shadows. I entered the room neighboring the apartment that connected to the balcony. The place was like a photograph after a flood, colorless and faint. An old man slept within, dried and crumbling beneath the bitter weight of too much time. He was perfectly pointless, hardly suitable for my purposes, and yet I was feeling charitable. Finally, I allowed him to express the power the flesh of his washed-out existence might have enclosed, had only it been fashioned by the songs of fallen angels or the bright nightmares of lost children. In his last moments, the man seemed to appreciate what he was becoming. After I had thrown off the tomb of his flesh, allowing him to gaze at the dream beneath. I cleaned myself off in the tiny cove of a bathroom and proceeded out the window onto thick tendrils of ivy. I gained the balcony above in but a few moments, inching around the flickering sheet of light cast by the lantern. 
Unlocking the door barely broke my stride as I secreted myself inside. The room was drab, sparsely decorated, and hadn't been cleaned for some time. Everywhere was sprinkled the simple, stupid details that spoke to nothing save an occupant of the least imaginative variety. After a thorough investigation, all I discovered was that for some reason, a power beyond the bit of nature desired the death of a man who for all intents and purposes was only alive in the most basic of definitions. Doubting this conclusion enough to inspect the room a second time, I searched through its every detail, interrogating every pore of pointlessness. Mercifully, something stood out during my second look. It wasn't a detail that I found, but a generality. The room was too eager to convince. It was all wrong, betraying a confidence born of skill. The furniture, the decorations, everything. Like a smiling corpse, the room was an expression without emotion. The interior appeared exactly as it should, but there was a precision and restraint to it all, a deliberate calculus of dullness. The room was a mask. I searched with new eyes, looking for the edges of the disguise, wishing to pull it back. Of course, I felt like a fool when I realized what distinguished the apartment from all of the other wane spaces of the fading building. It was the balcony. Or more accurately, the view. The lofty vantage delivered a fine look at a small church leaning into the woods, where saprophytic legions searched its cracked skin, seeking nourishment. No sooner had I turned to make for the church than I detected an echo of dream shrinking into the spaces of the balcony, faintly traced by the silence of lantern light and coiling shadows of ivy. The fragment was only slightly alive, like smoldering ashes after a fire. I also sensed something different about the dream. It was unusually strong, akin to prehistoric visions pressed into painted limestone affording the haft of purposes greater than the self. Before I could contemplate the dream any longer, it died into a commanding silence, as though by the authority of dead kings. Something was coming. Suddenly, I could feel eyes pushing into me, searching. It was as if the night itself had come alive, staring at me through coldest darkness, pouring its blackening gaze into the spaces of my mind and body. Having located whatever it sought, the presence melted back into inanimate sheets of falling night. I was stunned. I had no idea what had happened, or why, but it was all magnificent. I went back inside, deciding to sleep in my newly acquired residence before heading to the church. I hoped to revisit the strange dream before it disappeared too deeply into sleep. Settling on the small bed, I proudly looked upon the congealing peace I'd created earlier. With that vision behind my eyes, I drifted into slumber. Unfortunately, I wasn't brought any closer to the desired dream, but I did manage to glimpse something sleeping beneath Suttercraft. I saw strange coffins nestled in deep earth, waiting like monsters under a child's bed. Far deeper into the black soil, within a stratum of earth so old it was little more than liquid darkness, I spied a casket the size of the entire city. 
The dream conducted me beyond the petrified wood of its construction, allowing me to peer at the thing within. Rotting and waiting within that damp, titanic box was an entity as ancient to the world as it was utterly alien to it. The sound of the creature's patience was bottomless and beckoning. I could only guess at the quality, or quantity, of death required to transmit life to something so far beyond all this blowing dust. I immediately understood why the White Gaia, that dreadful queen of the dead world, had pressed the thing so close to her bosom. For if life were to reach such a thing... As I drifted away from the timeless sleeper, a familiar gaze burned into my dream, looking at me with equally bottomless and beckoning impatience. I could feel the scorching hunger of countless wolves wash across me like searing wind. My dream was melting from the mounting heat, gazes and hungers collapsing into a single surging stare. The dream was no longer my own. The new dreamer crushed me into the shape of a wolf, and a cosmic starvation overfilled my guts. I couldn't contain the emptiness. I sprang awake in a slick of sweat, my stomach howling. I collected my family. They seemed every bit as ravenous as the wolves. We would all need to feed. And soon. The dream of hunger was no longer new to me, but now it had escaped from sleep, taking refuge within us all. My sisters were near frenzy, blazing starving smiles, and my father's burning hunger nearly threw me from the house and into the night. I forced myself to slacken my pace and absorb the sights. From the moon-frosted meadows, I could clearly see the corpse of the town splayed out across the encroaching forest. Suttercraft looked like some dead brown and drying serpent's husk, its crooked gambrel spines occasionally breaching the tops of the trees, revealing the places where it had fallen so long ago. I tried to focus on Mr. Trill and the lost dream he would finally recall, but my father's strength was greater than my own, and I quickly found myself embraced by the shadows surrounding the church. My hunter's silence spread out all around me, and my thoughts disappeared into my sister's famished smiles. The three of us here at Maltopia want to thank you once again for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to see how we visualize the world of Maltopia, you can view our artwork on Instagram and our YouTube channel. And for the latest news and updates, give us a follow on Twitter and Facebook. To read a growing selection of our dark fiction, be sure to check out Maltopia.com. And lastly, we love nothing more than hearing from you, so we encourage you to leave a review of our podcast and give us your thoughts in the comments. Thanks again for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Today we'd like to introduce you to a great fantasy audio drama called Circe. The show is similar to Lord of the Rings, except that it focuses on an awesome gay sorceress on the planet of Elbion. Thyra is recording stories of her past to help regain her magical abilities. We learn of her life and how she came to be a member of the Circe. If you're a fan of gay stories and characters, Lord of the Rings and Xena the Warrior Princess, you'll love this show. Check out Circe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.